Hello, welcome to the comics panel. On today's show, we're going to be remembering Rich Buckler and Adam West. Okay, um, in case you guys haven't heard the news, um, a few people have passed recently in the last month or so. Um, we've lost Adam West and Rich Buckler. Um, Adam West, um, of course, was Batman in the 1966 television show Batman, which uh, did a lot for Batman and comic books. And uh, so we we're going to talk a little bit about that. I know a lot of... Uh I saw an interview with Mark Wade, and they were talking about Batman 1966 and how it inspired him and got him all excited about these characters and led him on a career towards the, the business of comics. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it was it, Actually, he was probably, between him and the Super Friends on Saturday mornings, uh, more, more Adam West in Batman 66 was my induction into the whole comic book realm. Um, of course, back then I thought it was really cool. Now I go, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> you back, are, yeah, now, yeah, it's now, yeah. now it's fun. I mean, it's still fun. It's just, you know, back then it was, I was in awe of it. It was it just used something. to come on after school for me. Yes. Um, same here. It's like, here. I don't know, 3.30, 4 o'clock, whatever like that. Same and here. It's like if you had to stay after school or whatever, it's like, man, it sucked if you had to rush home and miss uh, Batman. I was a perfect kid. I never had to stay after yeah, school. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I missed quite a few. Anyway, it was great. Um, as a kid, watching Batman was, was so cool. Um, like you said, other than Saturday mornings, you didn't really have any superhero stuff. So if you were into superheroes and comics, you know, that was a, a great thing to watch. And, you know, I, as I got older, I realized how many different uh, television actors and stars I, were on that I show. I was just thinking that. Um, and I, you know, uh, Burgess Meredith is one of the guys that when I saw him in later movies and stuff, it's like, that's the, that's penguin. the penguin. And, you know, no matter what he did, even though he was in tons of great movies and, and television, I always remember him as the Penguin because that's kind of like the first time I ever saw I'm him. I'm a massive Rat Pack fan, okay? Um, and I've watched um, Ocean's Eleven. I watched it with the George Clooney. And, and I'm like, you know, I've never seen this with a Rat Pack, and I'm watching it. There's the Joker. Yeah. The Joker's in it. Um, and if you've ever noticed, if you've ever watched the old Batman, he never shaved his mustache. Yeah, they, they just, just pa they painted over or, uh, it. More makeup. Yeah. Because yeah, he refused yeah. to do it. He refused to shave <laughs> his mustache. Um, Not here's, for this television show. Here's one. Here's one that maybe, maybe you remember, maybe you don't. Um, and I just lost his name. Egghead. Who oh, played yeah. Egghead? Oh, Vincent, Vincent Price. Vincent, Vincent Price. Price. Yeah. Vincent Price. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, that Egghead. Basically, it was a who's everybody. who on that. Oh, yeah, everybody. I mean, all the people wanted to guest star on it. It was, even though it was only on for, you know, a few short years, and they made a couple, I think, two movies? At least one. At least one, At yeah. least one That was one with that. a bat shark, the bat and, repellent, uh, the yeah. shark <laughs> repellent. Yeah, bat shark repellent. Yeah. Bat this and bat that. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it really did a lot uh, for Batman, and... Uh, you know, it's definitely the role that Adam West had that, you know, really stuck with him. I don't know if it typecast him or anything, but it definitely was something that everybody remembered him for. I don't know. He did a lot of voiceovers, you know, uh, Simpsons and um, Family Guy. Family Guy. Like and 
I don't know that it typecast him, but he never forgot it. He never forgot where he came from. I don't think he, he was embarrassed from. about it or anything. No. I think I it was think just was a either. good, fun gig for him. And I, and I think he appreciated the love he had yeah. from the fans for it. I think I he really wrote do. a book. I got that impression. I think he wrote a book at one time, and I could I remember uh, a WWE wrestler Mick Foley saying he went to a book signing and, and meeting Adam West and the guy that played Robin, I forget his name. Burt Ward. Burt Ward. Uh, meeting the both of them, even though they were estranged at the time, he was able to get them both to sign a book. And I know he's been involved in conventions. And uh, not too long ago, he was on an episode of The Big Bang Theory where uh, Sheldon said, I always wanted Batman to come to my party. And the Leonard and the gang all get Adam West to make an appearance in there. So, I mean, he was still, you know, being recognized for his role in, in cinematic history with Batman and everything else. So. He must have been one of the stars that Sheldon didn't have a restraining order yeah. against him for. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Dude! There you are! Look, man, cool! We'll get back to the show in just a sec. But first, you gotta click on the subscribe button for the Comics Panel's YouTube channel, man. That way... You won't miss one gnarly episode. It's right there. It only takes a sec. I'll wait here. Dude, there you are. Check this out. Anything else we want to add about Adam I West? I think here? that's kind of about it for Adam West. I, he's definitely yeah. somebody that uh, we've all had a lot of fun with and, and enjoyed a lot of his projects. And I know I, a lot of people. <clears throat> yeah. I know I yeah, had a little I, inner. Yeah, I had some yeah, feelings you, you when I heard he passed. Yeah, he was I mean, getting up there, but at the same time, it's always a little tough. Nobody to, lives forever, but you don't like to see your heroes die. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the other person is Rich Buckler. Who passed away? Uh, yeah, just recently. Um, he was age 68. Uh, he grew up in Detroit, Michigan, and he's he's worked for Marvel and DC. And probably some of his best works he's known for is uh, he was involved in the beginning of the comic cons when they were starting to form out there. And some of the works he did for Marvel, and we can talk about this more, is a uh, Fantastic Four. Uh, he worked co-created the character Deathlock, which is seen on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and worked on Jungle Action, and also hired George Perez. And <laughs> with Roy Thomas, he worked on, the, developed the All-Star Squadron team, which was a great series Absolutely, of, yeah. of Justice Society members in World War II. And, and uh, Spectacular Spider-Man, he's been all over the place with Marvel and... and humans, he worked a lot of, yeah. did some humans. And uh, DC... So, of I, those that we talked about, uh, what ones do we like? I absolutely remember him doing Fantastic Four. Um, I wasn't a big FF fan. That's when I started as a kid. When I started picking up Fantastic Four, it was uh, uh, Rich Buckler and Joe Sniggett were doing the art in it. And other than at that time, you know, I, I, you know, obviously Kirby about is, is the king. 1972. But you know, when I was reading them, them guys were actually doing it. The only time you could see Kirby stuff, Kirby was already working for DC at the time, so you know you had to watch get your Kirby fix that way. But when you saw like reprints of Fantastic Four and stuff, it was always Kirby art. But you know, Rich Buckler was the guy that that I still think does the best thing. I love, I love John Byrne's thing, but. You know his Ben Grimm, the thing. That's that's really cool stuff. He always did really great things with the you know the rocks and the facial expressions were always neat. 
Um, so that that's pretty much how I remember him, always from Fantastic Four. And, and while that's kind of, I guess he did, I guess the Inhumans were kind of part of that, mm-hmm. too. Um, but that's the longest run I probably have on him doing stuff. Um, but when, when you said that he hired... Uh, um, George, Perez. George Perez. He was like, the wow, that's, studio, yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's a good move there. Yeah. No brainer. I, I, you know, I remember reading the, um, you know, picking up All-Star Squadron at one of the spinner racks at, you know, at a local convenience store and looking through it, never realizing he created it back in the day when I was a kid, but looking through it, it's like, wow, that was pretty awesome stuff. You don't see that. And it was a mixture of the Justice League heroes, which he's been involved in as well, and Justice Society, and just merging them together and coming up with this awesome concept of characters. It's one of the oldest books I own. Uh, as as far as one of the, I, I shouldn't say it that way. I should say it's one of the uh, first books I, I had as a kid. It was an all-star squadron, and I still have it. Yeah, yeah, cool. Do you remember what the issue was? The origin of the red tornado. I don't remember what issue it was, but I can picture the picture the cover now. It's the origin of the red tornado. I'm sure our director and producer will find it, but I remember he'll, that he'll one. He'll probably flash yeah. something on the screen. <laughs> right over my face, right here. <laughs> and you'd mentioned that he also worked for Archie Comics during their Red Circle stuff. Which oh, yeah. Which is really cool. 83, 84. Yeah. Um, all the Archie Red Circle stuff is really cool. They're too bad they didn't put out more of it. Um, that was Archie Publications' uh, more mature yeah. superhero type of stuff, not the Archie, Betty, and Veronica stuff. It was other things, other projects that they did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, as each year goes by, I mean, we had her Trimpy pass away a couple years ago, and you got these people like Stan Lee that's, you know, getting up there and the Basemas yeah. and everybody else. And, I mean, Bernie these guys Wrightson. had some amazing, and Bernie Rison's passed away. We should probably talk about him, too. Yeah. Um, his, his thing with the Swamp Thing, I just remember reading the original Swamp oh, yeah. Thing stuff, and that was just fantastic. I, I mean, I think these are the guys, um, I mean, we always talk about the big boys like Kirby and Ditko and stuff like that, and they were great, but, you know, these guys really were there, too, at the beginning, and when you think about the amount of work, um, how many titles they worked on and how long they worked on things for, you know, decades working for these publishers and stuff. It's pretty amazing the amount of work they put out and, and just what's out there, you know. So and much heart in their stuff, too. Yeah, and imagine how much they inspired in the, oh, in yeah. the, in the, in the artists today. And they weren't, the I mean, today. the artists today um, have a lot more recognition um, compared to what was going on then. I mean, everybody there, you know, everybody had their fans and stuff like that, but, you know, outside the comic reader industry, um, they, they didn't exist. You know, well, if you would have talked the, about commercial art, you would never have talked about a comic book artist. And back in the day, you, we all know that now you pick up a comic and a writer, yeah. artist, inker, they're all listed on the... That, that cover, inside cover, outside that cover. That wasn't the deal. Yeah. Even some of the some of the Carltons you pick up, it, it never even shows who the who, who wrote it. Or, yeah. You or had who, to find the one the artist comic that, like the very first page, they would have a, a bit of a splash panel and you'd have to look there to see the artist's name and then try to recognize the art from all your other comic yep. books that you're reading. <laughs> That's how you find out who these guys are. And like I said, uh, he created Deathlock, which I thought was a neat character on Marvel's oh, yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And, and I just never realized he created that character. But I didn't know nice that either. But yeah. no, I didn't know he did either. Yeah. I just found that out when I was researching him today. But he was yeah. a cool character. I liked yeah. him. He was but, like one of the first cyborgs ever. Yeah. Super soldier, yep. kind of, from the, from the future. 
So if you definitely want to know more about uh, Rich Buckler and uh, Adam, Adam West. West, definitely. I know Adam West, you know, you might be able to go on a website, find his book, read about his career, and, and you know, Google some of the artwork that Rich Buckler was affiliated with and pick up some of those issues. Those are classic issues, and they're just amazing artwork in them. And we mentioned, we touched on Bernie Wrightson as well, and his yeah. stuff is just phenomenal too. And All those guys have pretty much laid the foundation for the industry right now. There's no Agreed. doubt about it. Agreed. And there's a lot of great artists today, but some of that stuff that they did, it's hard to... It's hard to compare it to. Yeah. I it's I mean, I'm not I don't want to sound like I'm taking away credit from today's artists. But I guess with the digital age and, and the four colors, I mean you look at some of the artwork that they did, the four cover four color covers and and maybe it's a newspaper paper type stuff, but I mean a lot of that stuff just popped come to life on on the covers that just draw you in and just like, Oh, I gotta see this, gotta pick up this book, buy it, read it and inspire people. Absolutely. Artists, so, you know, may they all rest in peace. And we'll have some more, in thanks to their effort, we'll have new people coming along to take over the torch. And definitely, if you go to conventions and you see these older artists, definitely yeah. take the time to go out and say hi to them. Uh, find out what kind of work they did on if you don't know. I remember going to a convention in Philadelphia, and, and everybody wanted to meet, uh, who's got it? McFarlane, that did Spawn. Yeah. And, and he's a great artist and writer and everything else. And, but I remember this guy is just sitting there by himself and he's not doing anything. It was the guy that created Green Lantern. Gil Before, Kane? Yeah. Not Gil Kane. Not he Gil didn't Kane. create uh, He was one of the artists that, that did uh, Green Lantern for the longest time. I, I, I was, unfortunately, I was a kid. Well, I wasn't a kid. I was a teenager when I went there. I don't remember his name, but I remember him talking about it. And I just didn't read enough about that character. Really, truly appreciate it. Now that I'm older, I wish I would have taken five minutes or ten minutes and just talked to the guy and and get a little bit of that history from back in the day. So, All right, well. Yeah. Anything else we want to say? I think that's about it. So, When we get tired of the same old story, flip that comic book page and leave your comments in the space below. And like us on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks so much.